0: The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First Union Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ.. Shall we pray together? Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts, O oh God, together. honor and glorify your name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Have you ever seen those word pictures that make a saying? I like those things. I've got a couple of them for us. Um, That's a zero with a line, and then uh, uh, um, anybody know what that one is? It's a bachelor's of art and a master's of education and a PhD, right? What does that, that picture tell us? What would the temperature be if that were our thermometer? Three degrees below zero. <laughs> and, 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 some, and, and sometimes you find yourself at a place where you have to make a choice. Crossroads. Crossroads. And, 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 and then you might find yourself... Being able to reach a friend, or you might be that friend. That one's a little tougher. Hmm? A friend in need. A friend in need. There it is. See it? <laughs> friend in blue, A in, a, there, there you go. You guys You guys are getting the hang of this. One, one, one more, one more. If you were going to go someplace, travel overseas, yes, yeah, that was easy. That was easy. Our scripture reading today begins with a request of the apostles, and, and the way the lectionary framers have, have picked this for us, it's like this question comes out of the blue, Increase our faith. And Jesus' response is, if you had, back up, not yet. If you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, see that teeny tiny little dot in the middle of the forefinger and thumb pinched together? That's a mustard seed, the smallest seed. Whenever I hear about mustard seeds, I just jump all between the Gospels, and I remember the parable of the mustard seed. What can the kingdom of God be compared to but a mustard seed that's the teeny-weeny-tiniest seed planted and becomes a big, big shrub where all the birds can build their nests in it? And if I don't do that, I jump to Matt and the mountains... Because in that one, when Jesus and and the three disciples came down from the Mount of Transfiguration, where Moses and Elijah appeared to to them, um, they came down and they encountered uh, the rest of their compatriots who, who had tried to heal a young man, and they were unable to. And immediately Jesus was able to, and they asked, how come we couldn't? And Jesus said, because of your little faith, if you had faith, even the side of a mustard seed, you could tell the mountain to jump into the sea and it would. But that's not how Luke frames this story for us. And we have to examine the context so that we can understand the impact of the meaning. So let's back up a few verses to the first part of, of, of this chapter. Jesus has finished with crowds and is alone with his disciples. And he said to his disciples, occasions for stumbling are bound to come, but woe to anyone by whom they come. It would be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea for you to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Back up. We're going to hang out there for a minute. Greg, stand up for a minute. If you put Greg, come here, Gene. If you put Greg and Gene and me together, we're about as big as a millstone in Israel. I'll say. You You could have just called Lane. Lane's got the jokes. (laughs) Which one of us was the mustard seed? I was the littlest. (laughs) What, What Jesus is saying and how Jesus frames this, how Luke frames this saying of Jesus about the mustard seed, is in the context of living in community. And 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 a biblical scholar says that that a better Fred Craddock. Some of you remember Doctor Craddock when he came to preach here. Um, said that a better translation is that being the cause of stumbling for someone else tripping somebody else up in their faith practice is not what we're supposed to do. And so what we what we have to ask of ourselves is are my actions are my words is my behavior causing one of my sisters or brothers to stumble? Paul is very clear about this in Romans he says there is a law of love that is greater and has more impact on our lives than the law of freedom. Because in Christ we are free, but we are bound by love to serve our sisters and brothers within the community of faith as we reach out beyond the community of faith. Then in in, in, in the next in the next two verses, Jesus says, said this, be on your guard. If another disciple sins, you must rebuke the offender. And if there is repentance, you must forgive. And if the same person sins against you seven times a day and turns back to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive. <laughs> in, in, in Matthew we, we, we hear this, how many times do I have to forgive? And Jesus says either, e, either seven times seven or seventy times times seven. The, the, the point that Jesus is making is that this is the normal pattern for Christian life together. Repentance, confession, forgiveness, feasting. Amen? That's, that's the liturgy for our Eucharistic celebration. When we come to this table, we have confession, repentance, forgiveness, and feasting. Jesus is setting for us the routine because he knows we're human he knows we make mistakes he knows we have filter failures between our brain and our mouths sometimes it, anybody not ever have that anybody ever not say something they didn't mean to that came out in haste and they wish they could pull it back yeah. oh good I'm in good company then. <laughs> so jesus says do these things together and to the response don't trip others up and forgive every single time the if you read it it says the apostles the apostles jesus luke has switched from disciples to apostles because he's writing to the early church leaders and he's writing to us. It's to these statements of Christ that the apostles said, increase our faith. <laughs> I mean, when, when I went back and read one through four, I was like, yeah, I would have said at least increase my faith, Jesus. Um, help me. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm built right to be able to do this. So Jesus says, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, teeny, teeny, tiny seed, you can say to a mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea. Have you ever tried to uproot a tree? (laughs) Would you ever plant a tree in the sea? No. Jesus is not chiding the disciples. He's not correcting us for having too little faith he's in fact telling us we already have faith enough to fulfill God's call upon our life for today. And, and when, when he says, you can say to a tree, be uprooted, he's wiping out the word impossible. And when he says, plant that tree in the sea, he's wiping out the word absurd. Because with Christ, There is no impossibility and there is no absurdity because we already, because we profess faith in Christ, we already in this day possess the faith that we need for God's call upon our life for this day. And, and, and I proclaim that in the name of Jesus to a region that has been flooded for the fourth time in not too many years, and the second time inside of two years. We have faith enough. This congregation has faith enough to fulfill God's call upon our lives today, to reach out into this city, to love this city with the heart of Christ like nobody else is called to or is able to. Hey, I got two more pages to preach. <laughs> <laughs> then Jesus said this, who among you would tell your slave who's just come in, oh, take a seat, take a break, put your feet up, let me serve you, Jesus was sharing a rhetorical question to which the answer is absolutely no one. And then he said, do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also who have done all that you were ordered to do say we are worthless slaves. We have done what we ought to have done. Jesus is leveling the pitch for everybody. Remember, he's speaking to the apostles, the early church leaders, to the present-day church leaders. He's leveling the pitch completely and saying that we are all called by God. We fulfill different roles within the body of Christ. We have different avenues of reaching out into the whole world for the sake of Christ. And we all stand at the same level in Christ. And when we finish today's work, we say, thank God. We are all able to do our part in the kingdom. We are all faithful to do our part in the kingdom. And we are all thankful in doing our part in the kingdom. And all it takes all it takes is that mustard seed of faith. Somebody told me this past week, John, you're a rock. And it's by choice, more than I think you'll admit. And, 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 and I tell you, the whole idea of that just wipes me out. Because I don't know how to be strong enough for all of us apart from Christ. And you, my dear brother John, and that is the only way that we stand together yes. to do what God has called us to do. I've I've heard this saying for years and years, and and every now and then I would look up the quote, but I never investigated its context. In 1887, Lord Acton wrote. Uh, a roman catholic official of which he was a member and 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 it was in in the time frame where they they were making some theological uh, proclamations and understandings and 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 religious higher up officials would be considered differently in the in the same way that that royalty would be considered differently before the law and lord acton wrote this power tends to corrupt and absolute power absolutely and and I've always, I, I don't remember when I learned that or first heard that. It's, it's one of those things that, that when, it, when I heard it, I, it was immediately internalized for me. I finally read the larger context and the longer part of the letter in which Lord Acton wrote this. And this is the statement that concludes that paragraph. There is no worse heresy than that the office sanctifies the holder of it. So simply by occupying a particular pit position within a particular organization, that makes the individual particularly different than everybody else. Lord Acton was saying that is absolutely not true. Now, you need to know the the church continued with with where they were headed in their conversations, and Lord Acton remained a faithful member of the Roman Catholic Church his whole life, continuing to participate, even though he was in disagreement with. But this statement stands. What sanctifies us is our faith in Christ and Christ's work in our lives alone alone. Apart from Christ, we have no holiness. Apart from Christ, we cannot even begin to say God. But because God first loved us, we are able to respond in love to Christ's call upon our lives. And how much does it take? How much does it take? A teeny, weeny, tiny mustard seed of faith. Say this, if you will I have faith enough for today. We have faith enough for today. All God's people, all, God's all, around, people, all around the world, all around the world have, enough have enough faith to change the world for the, world. For the sake of Christ today, and it starts with me, and it starts with you, and it begins with us believing that, proclaiming that, and practicing that even the smallest amount of faith that cries out to Jesus is enough for this moment on this day. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.